Hey guys, Bryce here from Flex Cortex. All content on the Flex Cortex podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitution for medical advice from a qualified health professional. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Cortex. Uh, we are joined by Brandon Schultz. Uh, he is going to be talking about breath work with us today. We're extremely excited to have you on. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't have had the invite without uh, knowing Bryce here. So I really appreciate it. I know. You're, uh, you're part of Prescript and uh, working actually on a course with them. We'll get a little bit into that a little bit after. Mm-hmm. But just to kind of start from the very beginning, really. Uh, when did you get into fitness? What was your kind of journey there like? Uh, I got into, I got into fitness in high school. So I mean, just like any other guy, you know, I go and I went into high school. I went in pretty skinny, you know. Uh, obviously, like the goal is to get big and get strong, and uh, you know, pull the girls. And <laughs> yeah. you know, that's Always that's that's kind of where it started for me, and I think that's what it starts at as for a lot of people. So yeah, high school, grade ten, came in at like. 110 pounds just a twig oh really I just yeah that small oh yeah. yeah tiny tiny so still tiny and you're and but... you're uh <laughs> you're a married girlfriend now so i guess it worked hey yeah i mean i got one so that's 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 that's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's the important thing right you know that's a pretty good ratio <laughs> yeah yeah 100 i'm, I'm shooting 100 percent right now so yeah, exactly. that's good right? that's what matters that's what matters yeah yeah um so obviously, again, you you own your own company, but um, how long have you actually been into personal training? I know we spoke about it a little bit before, but um, into personal training, I, th- I think about five years now. So yeah. it hasn't been like all that long, um, but yeah, I mean, like just like anyone else's journey, it's been kind of just up and down, right? So many different things happening, courses you take, and just like things look no different now, or things look completely different now than when I started. Yeah. Because you, well, we've talked about it a little bit just in like DMs and stuff, but you were at Good Life before too, right? Yeah, Good Life, Good Life. Yeah, I started at the, um, uh, that West Granville location, if you know where yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah, West End. That's where I did my, uh, the in-house CPR, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 That Learning one was... how to save lives. Yeah. Learning how to save lives. Yeah, because somehow that matters, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I you never know. That. Someone's gonna, someone yeah, might yeah. drop in the uh, gym floor, and you gotta. No, I know you. You have to have it. You have to have it because you never know, right? Yeah. That's the important thing. It's always that what if. It's it's like it's yeah. pretty unlikely it's gonna happen, but it's just for that what if, that one rare case, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the um, more people you have, the more chances you have someone's actually gonna do it and not yeah. uh, just stand by. It happens all the time. Uh, Oh, I, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, I, I mean, I go up the stairs and I feel out of breath. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I, it's hard work. You know, you actually, even if you are pretty fit, that two minutes can seem like a lot. Funny how the yeah. topic today is breath, hey? And I get out of breath going <laughs> yeah. up the stairs. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize. Yeah, that was quite a that was quite a segue. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, how long were you actually at Good Life? I don't know if we've talked about that. Um. I think it was a good life around two years. I honestly can't remember. It's all a blur. So I, I took, um, I went to Nate for that personal training diploma, right? Um, I did that online and I took that for, it was a year, it was a year and a half. So I like skipped 
or I like, I did it. I did, uh, I worked right through essentially. So I graduated like a semester early. Um, and while I was there, I was working at Good Life. Okay. okay. So you're like, yeah. you, you accelerated the, you accelerated the program there then? Yeah, basically. Okay. When did you graduate? Um, God, I don't even know. I'm the worst with years, man. Like dates, years, I'm terrible. I think, I think we were talking. I think it was the same year as you. I thought, I thought so. Maybe I not. Fin- How old are I, you? I'm 24. I finished in, uh, okay. 19. That's when I finished in 19, but I enrolled okay. it in 17. Okay. I'm in, I'm 25, but I, I took two years of, uh, two years of university at the U of A, your university of Alberta in psychology. And then after that, I dropped out cause I was like, oh, well, this just is not the program for me. So I dropped out, uh, became a, or went into the personal training diploma and then took that for a year and a half while working at good life. And here we are. So I, th- I, th- I think probably 2019 maybe was when I finished. Not sure. No, no, it had to be earlier than that. So maybe, so maybe, maybe it was like around the same time. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So you guys are basically, you know, tra- uh, got into the field at a pretty similar time and, uh, Bryce became a, a powerlifting Hulk and you became kind of an expert in, uh, breathing and breath work, uh, especially related to fitness. Um, yeah. And is that uh, kind of what inspired you to start your business, Seasoned Athletics? Um, yeah, to a certain degree. Um, I mean, I started that as a way, obviously, to get out of good life, right? Like that was the transition, you know, I, I was, I was, uh, I was ready to kind of move on and do my own thing. And I felt like I could, I felt like I got what I needed out of good life in terms of like the education side of things too. Yeah. And then, yeah, like the breathing stuff came pretty shortly after that. Like it started, the interest started a good life. And then it just kind of grew and grew, especially as I got to know more of the prescript guys and like what they were teaching and like what shallow, like how, how he actually like, you know, talks about breathing in the course and integrates it with his training and stuff. Yeah. And then level two, a lot of it is ribcage and breathing mechanics, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's very, very ribcage, um, you know, pelvis, uh, like biomechanics heavy, especially when it comes to breathing. That's the next one I want to do when I, when I I can, yeah. (laughs) It's good. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, so you also own, you're part of mission strength. Yeah. Uh, so we actually don't like, I don't, I'm not actually a part of that now. Okay. Um, okay. You were, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. I was though. So we, we, you know, we had some community programs now it's run by my business partner. I just felt like I had to, uh, you know, take a little step back. Um, I had other things I was working on, like the prescript course and stuff, and it just wasn't going in the direction that I wanted it to go. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't dedicate the time that I needed to. So I, I took a step back and gave it to him. Oh, that's fair. And then you can work, you can do seasoned athletics now. And then you can also do, I mean, you have courses and stuff in the works too. So that's time consuming, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm the type of person that just like, I like to take on a lot of things, a lot more than I can chew. And then, <laughs> then I'm in, I'm forced with, you know, making those decisions to like cut back slowly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, that's really cool, man. And like, just kind of going off the good life thing again, I pretty much recommend that any new PT hops into a commercial gym, like anybody that yeah. wants to do it. Cause like you, you learn so much, even just from making mistakes that that's probably where you learn the most. Right. But then also they do have a lot of good in-house like courses and a lot of in-house opportunities to actually grow as a, as a coach. And like, even like the education seminars are good. Um, I think 
it gets a bad reputation, but I think it's a good way to get your foot in the door and then kind of figure out where you want to go with it. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I, I always say this to, it doesn't matter who like I'm talking to, whether it's a new trainer that's coming into evolve, uh, that just came out of like a world health or a good life. Like I wouldn't be where I am today without that experience. Like yeah. they really did, like they really do a good job at like training you and onboarding you. It's like, is the work conditions the best sometimes? No, but like, fuck it. It teaches you work ethic and it teaches you, you know, how to run a business essentially. And that's what you yeah. need. That's what you need, especially coming out of something like, uh, like a Nate personal training diploma or whatever, or whatever your, you know, training degree or whatever the, whatever, whatever you are or whatever you have in the, like the place that you live. Right. Like you kind of need that. I don't think it really matters too much what you have, right? I think it just, you have to stay eager, stay wanting to learn and just have that kind of mindset with this, with this field. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no question about it that like education itself is like the best gift you can give yourself. Cause it's like, I mean, I, I've taken a ton of certification courses. Uh, and even though like, even though I might not pull away everything from that course, it's like, even if I take away just one important thing, it's like, that makes it worth it. And yeah. it's like, that's something, that's something that I could like, I could take for the next, you know, 30 years or whatever into my career. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you can develop yeah. it, even use it in your personal life, um, with yeah. friends and family. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, like Bryce uh, was taking a business course for a while there, applies to his business, but it also applies just to, it can uh, boil over into your personal finances and how you're dealing yeah. with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some of that stuff and I like, I follow um, Elite Vitality, right? Yeah. 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 They're putting out some great stuff stuff out there just making business stuff um digestible and actually interesting like yeah it does yeah. uh it was cr it was honestly pretty crazy because like i went i opened my business and um i probably did it the most basic way you could like i was like what do i need to do trade name i was like what else i need to have some sort of like domain and i was like cool sweet awesome because i know like ccep has coverage too so um, yeah, for the most part, I should be fine with that. But then from there, I didn't think anything about like branding, niche, value prop, client acquisition, like any of that stuff. And then they dive into like everything. Um, yeah, and just how to make it like work for you, right? Even if even just to give you the tools and just realizing too that like you just need to be stick with it and like just growth, right? Like it just takes time. Oh, for sure. Right. I, I mean, I'm still an idiot when it comes to that stuff. Like I just, uh, I just kind of yellow it. I mean, as <laughs> yeah. terrible as that sounds, I'm just like, I, if I get most of my clients through referrals, I mean, that's just kind of the best way to do it. Yeah, but like outside of that, I'm just terrible. I'm just like, Oh, you want to train with me? Cool. Let's do it. Just go to my website, <laughs> hit me up with the payment yeah. and, uh, yeah, we'll see you Monday. You just roll the punches, man. Right. That's honestly like the best way to do it. <laughs> and I think, I think often for like people that own businesses, it's, um, it's so difficult because you're so emotionally involved and like it's it's your business yeah. and you almost start to identify as that business right that's one thing that we talked about yeah. in the course is like you're not your business like you're mm. like the ceo of your business or you're like the you own your business but you are not your business so you kind of have to like make choices that can obviously influence it but then also know when to like emotionally detach and like also not yeah. let it co like dictate and control your life because I was at that point for sure, like when I was trying to get everything rolling, like it just consumes all of your time. And then when you're not working on it, you're thinking about it, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the that's the toughest part, right? Because like when you just are at a box gym, I mean, you, you don't really care that much. It's like they're coming to you and, you know, you don't really have to worry about necessarily like public perception of what your business looks like and like, yeah. you know, the branding, the marketing and stuff because people are rolling through the doors every day and you're going to get some client whether you like it or not. Yeah. Unless you just really suck. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, that stuff is like, really important when it comes to like owning your own business and it's something that nobody thinks about until you're already in the thick of it and then you're like i don't know anything (laughs) especially the online space right because you 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 don't have like uh you know unless you get really into like online marketing and search engine optimization like no one knows how to find you so you really gotta like rely on that uh the references from other people and kind of grow your business organically that way yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the best way for, for me, at least that's what I've found is the best, but organic, yeah. Organic, um, gain and like and growth in your company is the best way I'd say for sure. But then like you said, references is like the best because yeah. you're doing zero marketing. Like your, your marketing yeah. is just your service. Yeah. Whereas I feel like that's the it's other... hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing too, is like going, I've noticed that going from like somewhere like a, um, like a good life or a box gym or whatever, you know, I don't have to sell anyone anymore. Like, it's not even a, it's not even a, it's not even a question. Like if someone sits down in front of me, like they're, they're going to pay for training, whether they, whether they like it or not, unless they really don't have a, have a problem with me. But I haven't to this day, like I've been, I've been running my own thing for three years and like, I haven't sat down in front of someone who didn't buy training. Yeah. Cause they're really looking for that. Right. Whereas like when you're at a box gym, half those guys in there, literally they don't care. They don't want a trainer. They're there because they want to get yeah. their hour or two hour, whatever hour workout they want to get in and then get out They're They're paying for the gym space. Yeah. You're, se- you're yeah. You're selling, you're selling people products that they yeah. don't want. <laughs> yeah. That's, and I think that's one of the, probably the only issues with like big commercial spaces is like, they'll mm. tell people what it is kind of, but more or less just to get people yeah. to like want to do it. So they'll be like, you should do this console. And they're like, oh, what is it? And you're yeah. like, oh, you get your your body fat assessed, your movements assessed. And they're like, oh, awesome. But then they don't like they forget to leave in the fact that you're going to get pitch prices. Then people are like, whoa, this is unexpected. You're like, yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> I'm going to need to talk to my wife about <laughs> yeah, this. Exactly. Next thing yeah. you know, you signed up yeah. for, you know, thousands of dollars personal training over the next six months or year. Yeah. yeah. It, it's uh, it's interesting because I'm, I'm working at Movadi now. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know you moved over there. Greg, good old Greg. Yeah, Greg. Yeah. So he actually fired me the job when I was actually just training there with like um, Blake, Blake Tachuk. Yeah. So we were training yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And then he was like, hey, man, if you want a job, like you got it kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting to see like how rough I was when I first started at Good Life versus the confidence to sell now and like just yeah. knowing what you what you're able to offer as a service, right? And people can tell. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, you sit in front of someone that that's the first thing they're gonna be able to see is if you're not confident in what you're saying, or doing, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The client grind is real. Again. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But it's worth it. Mobody seems like a nice place to be too. Like I've seen some of the like the machines and the just the equipment itself seems like a great place. Yeah, good team too. The team is stacked. Oh, I know. I like uh, Greg. Greg went. <laughs> Greg pulled out all the stops. <laughs> yeah, the team is stacked. Like I think there's 25 of us. Holy cow! Yeah. And um, like it's all like Atlantis and like 
techno stuff and, yeah. and then it's all torque like racks and stuff yeah it's pretty crazy man yeah it's uh i wasn't sure initially i was like you guys have 20 pts i'm like i doubt they're full but like lots of them are full yeah i'm like all right sure we'll roll with it yeah greg just uh, yeah he just he told me that he was gonna get like the best of the best so and he, he i mean i guess he got it you're there so i mean <laughs> fuck. that's a that's too kind <laughs> it it's uh it is interesting man it's really it's good like it's it's a lot different than trying to do your like your your own thing is nice yeah but just the the amount of people that come through in a commercial gym mm -hmm. like it just it gives you more opportunity right absolutely um, which is one again benefit to go back to somebody who's new like yeah. you just learn from a lot of the bad consults you have because i've had a lot of bad consults too oh i mean everyone everyone has especially <laughs> especially if you've worked at a box gym especially oh, yeah, yeah. Remember I had a couple, like when in my first, probably my first like few couple months at Good Life, I remember someone was like, it's too expensive. And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. No worries. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't even like try to be like, well, yeah. you don't like, no, it's not, no, like it's still important to you. Then that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, for sure. But like, again, you didn't believe in the product and I didn't believe in my own value as like yeah. a trainer. Right. Whereas now mm -hmm. it's like, I'm worth that. I'm worth that money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, I was I was the opposite. I was just bad, like intentionally bad. Like when pe when someone would come up to me and they're like, "Yeah, I don't have money," I'm like, I said, "Yeah, cool." And it wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> even thinking about like I wasn't even thinking about like what I'm worth or whatever. I was just like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck, you don't you don't you don't want to pay this money." Yeah. And like, I get it. I understand. They just walk out the door. Well, things things worked out, man. I hear... things worked things worked out for me somehow. <laughs> somehow, somehow yeah. I'm here. I I have no idea. I have no idea how I'm here right now. So how did the, um, oh, I guess, I guess it's kind of a question later on, but how did you yeah. kind of get the thing going with, uh, with Shiloh? Like how did that whole thing kind of come about? Um, I think it was after that podcast that I did with him. Um, you know, it just kind of got me thinking and I literally woke up one morning, like before my clients, I'm like, I'm, I, I was, I was thinking about it. I think I had a dream about it as stupid as that sounds. But I messaged, uh, I messaged Jordan. I'm like, hey man, like, what do you think about me like making a course and then like offering it to prescript people for like a discounted rate? And he, uh, I was like, I was like, oh, no response yet. Come like, you know, four o'clock rolls around. I'm like, okay, well, I get, I don't know if this is, uh, I don't know if this is gonna go well. And then uh, he got back to me later. He said he was stoked off the idea. And then we just hopped on a call and then just kind of started things off there. So literally, it, I literally slid in the DMs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like, um, are you like working with them? Um, no, I've, I've built the entire thing on my own essentially. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, so like okay. I'm going to be a part of prescript essentially, like it's going to be sold through them. Um, it will be a prescript course. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, kind of like Killian's. Yeah. Basically like Killian's or uh, some of the other courses they have in the works right now too. So yeah, it's like there's gonna be skill acquisition, and then there'll be my course, and then obviously the prescript level one, so level sick. two. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty so wild. Sick. I'm st I'm stoked off it. So yeah. sick. I was I was so hyped when I saw that. I was like, that's awesome. That's so cool. I've been putting in a lot of hours in it too, so I'm just hoping that it's like you know up to their standards, right? Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. It will yeah, be. yeah. It's a it's a good time to actually. Uh, it's a question a little bit later on, yeah, but yeah. let's just go with yeah. it. 
who's who's the target audience? Like, who would benefit most from the course that's coming out? Uh, um, I mean, just like most kind of prescript courses, like the coaches for sure. But I mean, anyone else too. Like everyone, anyone else who's just interested in training uh, principles and and biomechanics and you know actually learning the anatomy and like what's going on in training like it doesn't really matter who you are um you can take prescript with absolutely zero knowledge and you would probably still be better off than most of the people who are in the training space right now right like it's going to be for essentially anyone who can take it but definitely it's targeted towards the coaches um because obviously they're going to be have they're going to have the most impact on people right so yeah yeah directly apply it right yeah absolutely exactly yeah well i'll i'm gonna look into it man. that's, awesome. <laughs> that's so cool that's so cool yeah um i guess we'll kind of we'll kind of bounce back a little bit um so what if somebody's listening to the podcast what would be some things that obviously they're probably interested in fitness to a point because it's a fitness podcast mm. what would be some things that you could recommend to them or advise that they do just to like improve their training on their own like let's say uh they're just wanting to get more fit or like let's say that's a very general statement right or let's say that they do a sport and they're just trying to improve their overall performance like just a little bit of some pointers or some advice for those people so like just anyone who's like just coming into the space essentially yeah yeah like let's say like kind of your like your average gym goer um i think the biggest thing for me like when I was getting into the thing, it's just like, put your ego aside and just like train properly, you know, like Mm -hmm. don't, um, you know, don't lift stupid weight that your body can't handle. Don't, uh, don't like do things that are, you know, um, like going to hurt you. Right. Like for me in, in high school, like I had a big, I had a big injury in my back. It wasn't anything like in particular i never actually got it checked out but it put me on the on the sack for two years or yeah a year and a half two years so you know just because i was given terrible advice essentially yeah yeah. yeah, it was during squats right so i you know i recommend just honestly um like actually doing some research and starting to get into like how your body works and you know like i said earlier put your put your ego aside leave it at the door and like just focus on doing things well and really, really, uh, really focus on the form. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously it's very individualized, but like, well, what could they apply for like breathing stuff for breathing stuff, especially, um, it's like, it's going to depend. Um, so like the course itself, the, the one that I've been working on, uh, I go into like picking the right tool for the job, right? Like if you're looking to, if you're looking to build muscle, or like create a physical adaptation, like you don't want breathing to get in the way necessarily. So like there was a post, there was a post a while ago that I like put up on my story, Instagram story. And it was like, make sure you can nasal breathe before you can add, before you add too much load. I'm like, that's the wrong way to look at it. Like you're trying to build a physical adaptation. It's like, you don't want the breathing to be a limitation to that. So it's like, you got to do what you can to like get big and strong right yeah but when it comes to like if you actually want to start you know like focusing on the uh the biochemistry of the breath right like obviously you know feeling better sleeping better feeling more awake um you know feeling less out of breath things like that then it's like splitting that up and working on you know 
trying to get into a like a hypercapnic state. So like trying to reduce the amount of breathing or reduce the amount of um, like oxygen that you're taking in and actually focus on taking in more carbon dioxide or like allowing that carbon dioxide to build up. So there'd be like any drills that you do for yourself? Yeah, for my, I mean, for myself to a, to a certain degree, yes. Um, I basically try and focus on a couple things just during the day. So one, I try and breathe through my nose as much as possible. All right. Um, that's good, obviously, because it allows you to take in less breath, essentially. So you're not hyperventilating throughout the day. Um, but that alone is not obviously going to be, you know, the cure to anything. Right. Like you need to do a couple other things too. So I like, I'll try and slow down my breath as much as I can. So like usually like a four second inhale, like six second exhale, I'll try and maintain that as much throughout the day. But I mean, as long as I'm not just like, you know, constantly, you know, hyperventilating throughout the day, then it's, then it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Like throughout the day, just make sure you're kind of trying to nasal breathe and then reduce your, um, minute ventilation. Cool. Yeah. What are the yeah. what are the benefits of doing that for, you know, uh, the nasal I get from the RM perspective because the filtration, yeah. it gets rid of a lot of the uh, different pollutants and toxins in the air, traps it in your yeah. uh, nose instead so it can come out. But for slowing down breath, for example, like um, someone with weight loss, a lot of the weight you actually lose is through the exhaust from breathing out. Um, yeah. So like how, who would that benefit or how does it benefit? Um, the biggest thing that I look at is like, um, like nervous system balance or autonomic nervous system balance. Right. So like when you look at, uh, like the inhale, it's predominantly like sympathetic. When you look at the exhale, it's predominantly parasympathetic. Right. So if you're constantly hyperventilating and you're taking in a lot of air and like, and trying to, and breathing like an asshole, like you're, you're essentially just telling your body that it's in a constant state of panic. Right. So, And when you think about things like, you know, how your nervous system is the main controller of like muscle, you know, tonicity or like whether your muscles tight or not, right? Like it's a nervous system perception. Um, Obviously being on edge the entire time is not a good thing, right? Especially when it, especially when it comes to training and performance. Okay. So it's kind of like a meditative thing almost where, you know, I don't really want to use that because you're obviously doing it just throughout the day, but Mm. be mindful of that breath, which relaxes you and just you know kind of like you said it, it really does help activate you know the uh instead of going into the fight or flight you're kind of going yeah. into that rest and digest state instead yeah exactly yeah that's the uh that's the that's the biggest thing i would say is that um the like parasympathetic or sympathetic parasympathetic balance um just getting on getting a little bit more parasympathetic throughout the day is probably better for you and it just like you kind of mentioned like it's not necessarily just meant for you know mindfulness or like you know bring it's but like bringing your attention to your breath will help you kind of slow down and um just kind of like take your mind off of other shit right like that's that's one thing i think patrick McEwen talks about is like the um like anxiety itself like just being able to like remove yourself from your like external environment and just like focus on the breath it like actually helps you focus a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, yeah. you're, even if it's not necessarily meant specifically for mindfulness, mindfulness will be a yeah. byproduct of it anyway. Just yeah, nice. exactly. Yeah. If you're self-aware enough to like actually, you know, pay attention to what's going on uh, just by default, essentially, 
like you're you're gonna get some sort of mental benefit from it yeah. but again it's not something that i'm like specifically using but it's it is a byproduct for sure it's yeah. really cool actually yeah yeah it's a it's very interesting especially what they cover like in level one even about like utilizing utilizing your breathing to actually drive output or to drive performance right so i was just yeah. i was curious as to uh what you could recommend for our listeners, which is, which is neat, man. Like I, I think we, we obviously covered a little bit when we like, when we assess people, but I definitely yeah. think that breathing is often one of those things that's overlooked. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those, like I, re- I related to like a primal movement, right? Like you like the hinge, the squat, the lunge, whatever the, whatever you want to like say as a primal movement or like, you know, foundational movement. It's like the breathing is still a movement. It's still something, it's something that you're doing every single day. Right. Yeah, it's 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 associated with function, right? Like you absolutely. If you weren't breathing, you'd be dead. So <laughs> it's, yeah. it's still controlled by muscles, so it's still in the realm of everything PT, you know. Yeah. because so, yeah. you you can have you know a poorly developed diaphragm from people who are uh, like you're saying, kind of um, talking about the hyperventilation. You're not taking those deep breaths. In healthcare, yeah. we see that usually develop into you know different chest wall pain, uh, pains, pneumonia. Uh, yeah. these other lung diseases that um, could be really uh, devastating long-term, uh, even in the short term. So it's really, I'm really glad that there are trainers out there who are, you know, paying a little bit more attention to the breath and mm-hmm. how to develop that and actually make, you know, people healthier. Because that is the ultimate goal for a lot of us. It's to make people, you know, healthier so they, they can actually better enjoy their lives and um, yeah. do the things they want to do. It's, it's funny you say that, like, because it's not just like training. Like I, obviously I see this from a training perspective, but you know, obviously if you're an RN, like you have, you know, applications that are going to be at play there when it comes to breathing. Right. Like I have, I had a conversation with my dental hygienist about, about breathing. It's like the, I'm at the dentist and yeah. some, this dude's talking about breathing. Like there's so many different ways that the breath is like, um, like, you know, affecting things, right? Like for him, he said, it's like, like your mouth. And I'm, I actually have personal experience with that. Like the way your mouth develops. Um, I was super bad. Like I was, I was a mouth breather or whatever. Yeah. And like just the way that, the way that I like developed my jaw, like I had a super high arch. I had to get some crazy, crazy shit in my mouth to get like, to widen my jaw. So I had to crank this bitch every single day <laughs> to like widen out my teeth. Like that's messed up. But if like, if, if there was an awareness on the breath, like from the beginning, yeah. you know, they, they, I wouldn't have had to go through those things. Yeah. Right? yeah. I had the same thing actually. Um, not the jaw thing, but I, I'm, I also love breathing out of my mouth just cause uh, yeah. a lot of the time it'll be clogged or whatever. Um, yeah. 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 So one of the things that, I always had was gingivitis because it would always dry out my gums yeah. and then cause the chronic yep. infection. And when I was a teenager, I didn't always have the best brushing habits uh, or flossing habits. So it was one of those things where it just yep. kind of combined. And now um, I don't necessarily, I think I still do mouth breathe a little bit when I sleep, but I'm more aware about it throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I hydrate yep. more, which is better. I, uh, yeah. this turned into a dental hygiene front podcast but <laughs> yeah. uh, you know like just taking better care of it it's kind of fixed that but it'd be good for you know to try and develop that so i'm not also <sighs> breathing through my mouth all the time because yeah. i just blasted the listeners yeah. ears mouth breathers yeah <laughs> mouth breathers yeah team mouth breather uh, it's, here uh, 
it's it's very cool though because like i do that's one thing i loved about level one actually was the fact that they talked about breathing with mm-hmm. like your mobility drills um is that yeah. i never thought about it in that sense before but like you said before there is a huge relationship between tension and the muscle itself right relaxation um elongation yeah. right so um it's important to make sure yeah. that you're actually like utilizing your breaths into your movement sequences even if you're just like training right like being able to keep pressure yeah. or release pressure <clears throat> right like it's it's a very yeah. overlooked topic so i think it's awesome that you're doing a course on it yeah yeah it's it's very look overlooked stuff right there like there's just not enough not enough people are talking about it and the people who are talking about it are typically the ones that are like uh you know the hippies that think you need to you know you know go bare feet throughout your whole life and yeah you know meditate and stuff and it's like that stuff's cool too but i mean I don't know. It's just, uh, that's the only place that's really overtapped or oversaturated. It's like that kind of market. Yeah. Cause you yeah, do, right. you get the two sides to it, right? You get yeah. the, you know, a lot of people who think about breath, just think about it as in a totally normal way, as in they don't really think about it or yeah. you have it where it gets almost too much of an alternate medicine, um, feel to it. And breath, like we've talked about, can do really amazing things. Yeah. Um, you know, but, a lot of the times people think that they're now suddenly going to have to go vegan and uh, only drink like matcha tea and yeah. do their, you know, weekly colon cleanses. That's sort of thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just, you, you can do it. Even if you're a big burly dude who has a little bit of a masculinity complex, <laughs> breath work is still for you. In, yeah. And like to utilize it in the gym, you can actually uh, like, we've kind of talked about help your output as long as yeah. you're utilizing it the right way. Yeah. And, building that foundation yeah yeah absolutely well it's the it's the whole thing too with like even just like fell salva i know it's a pretty basic a basic thing but the concept yeah. i mean of just being able to create abdominal pressure and like maintain it is an important tool that people don't really know how to actually use and utilize properly right um yeah i should probably do more breath work honestly um like we talked about before i'm out of breath if i have to sprint up the stairs so <laughs> i should probably be doing more breath work and yeah, you should also probably just go on a treadmill, work that heart muscle a little bit better. Yeah, says the RM. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because if I sprint up the stairs to go to a client, I'm just like out of breath. I'm telling them to go warm up and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll meet you uh, over here. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, there's something, there's some line about practice what you're preaching there, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, none of us do it as help uh, in the health field, really. Nope. Like, we always have that one thing. Like, you have the guy who smokes as they're telling their patient, "Hey, you should probably quit smoking." You know, yeah, it happens oh, so oh, often. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna happen. I mean, I drink whiskey and smoke cigars, yeah, exactly. and uh, that's that's seen as seen as pretty anti fitness, right yeah. there. But fuck it, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's like, a lifestyle, man. That's lifestyle. you know, we make choices in life, and. Uh, Sometimes they don't necessarily align what we're preaching, but it yeah. doesn't mean it's bad advice. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good advice. We're just our own worst patients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Always, so we're with, always a nightmare to deal with ourselves. So with uh, with every guest we have on, um, we usually like to get their opinion on something that you would maybe tell to your future, like your past self or to somebody that's new coming into the industry. I'm just kind of giving them some advice as to the route to follow i mean um, if somebody was interested in like breathing like yourself um maybe some sources mm-hmm. that they should use or some 
some information or direction as the route that you went? Um, yeah. Okay. So like I was, cause I was at, um, I was at good life, obviously that's when I started and I was in school during that time too. Um, the one thing that I found, uh, that I was definitely, you know, I don't know, addicted to, I guess, was just like going out and, and learning shit. Um, and which again, we've talked about a little bit before how great that can be. The problem is that, uh, taking all these courses are great and they're fantastic resources, but actually spending time to like apply, apply that knowledge. I would say that would be the biggest thing that I regret doing or regret not doing essentially was I would take, you know, I've taken 30 some courses and, or 30 courses slash seminars slash, you know, what, whatever. Um, and you know, but it's half the stuff. Like if I wish I just spent more time on it. So like take a course, mm -hmm. actually spend time like utilizing and learning the principles that are, are being taught to you. Um, yeah. and that just, that goes a lot further for sure. When it comes to breathing, I mean, just when it comes to breathing, especially it's like, you got to realize that there's more to it than just like the biochemistry side of things, right? Like there are applications in like integrating with training as well. Yeah. And people aren't textbooks, right? And I yeah. think that's the biggest thing is like, it doesn't matter how much, how much theory or how much knowledge you have, <clears throat> if you can't actually apply it and like realize that people are different and they have like anatomical differences that you have to work around, mm -hmm. then it doesn't really matter that much. You just, just kind of gives you a good like skeleton to follow, right? Like a bit of a baseline to follow. Yeah. And that's like, that's, that's prescript. I was talking with Thayer, uh, James Thayer, shout out. Obviously he doesn't really need to shout out, but again, <laughs> um, we were talking about prescript and like how it, you know, he's got his like lenses of whatever perception. I, I can't, I can't remember exactly what he says, but basically, you know, prescript gives you, you know, basically a filter set, right? So I was able to take prescript and then go back through all these courses that I've taken and actually pick out like the useful information because yeah. half of the courses that you take, especially as a new PT, it's like the new revolutionary thing. It's mm. like, oh, wow, this is going to change my life. This is going to change yeah. my client's life. And it might, like some things might change their life. But like yeah. knowing knowing what's valuable and what isn't is like the most important thing. Uh, yeah, it gives you the ability to like to zoom in, like kind of gives you like a lens, right? To be able to yeah. like take a deeper thought into it or to actually like dive into it and um realize like what's applicable yeah. um and then obviously there's some times where you just like have that aha moment and it's something that you like just learned about and then like yeah. you have it going on with the client which is probably the coolest thing ever because mm -hmm. you're like because I, I know that for me i'd be like when am i ever going to use this then it happens and like that's the, yeah. the literally yeah. the coolest thing right yeah and it seems to always happen like just around the time you take a course you're like you, you just learned something and you're like oh wow okay i just I just learned this. Let's let's experiment yeah. on you. You are my guinea pig now. One thing to be careful of too with that is like to have that knowledge is it's like when you buy a car, you buy a new car, um, you know, and let's say you drive it, you're driving it around and then suddenly you see that car everywhere. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where maybe it is a very niche problem that only happens, you know, once in every like yeah. a thousand clients, but maybe it's actually a problem that's a lot more um, common but we don't yeah. have the education to actually properly realize it and diagnose it or not diagnose it as uh, pts or anything or even as rns but you know to actually say oh hey i learned something that i can help with this or 
uh, we can implement that into training or work around it, that kind of stuff. I love that like analogy because it's not like those cars just like everyone just like, oh, oh, he's brand is mine, the car. Yeah. Uh, let's all hop on this train. And it's like, no, these cars were always there to begin with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like all it took was like you buying that car or like even just looking wanting, into buying that car. Wanting right? that car, yeah. Wanting, you're like, oh, there's there's another one. There's another one. And then, yeah, like as you go through your clients, I mean, that's just going to it's just going to keep popping up. Right. Yeah. It's like the yeah, Teslas sure. around Edmonton. You, yeah. You, you like, you, you see about it in, you know, the commercials or whatever, and you think it's just like a California thing. And then like, next thing you know, there's like 50 different Teslas just all in Edmonton. And you're like, we don't, we have like one supercharger, <laughs> man. Where are you, where are you plugging yeah. this bad boy in? Yeah. Yeah. This is not the place. Oh, I think Alberta in general is not the place to like have an electric car. Like I'm all for yeah. it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love them and I think they're awesome. But we get cold like, here. Like it gets really oil, cold here. This, this, this is oil country, yeah. guys. Like you're in the wrong market here for an electric car. Yeah. Like I also think about the self-driving. It's like, yeah, self-driving. I'm super excited for it to eventually work out. But for right now, <laughs> they rely on seeing lines on roads. And if you've ever driven in Alberta, we don't have lines. <laughs> they're, they're all faded or they're covered in snow most of the year. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you're just going to, yeah, you're going to drive down the road and your car is just going to think yeah. the road is your lane and it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. It doesn't We're going to have very wide lanes because you're going to see the ditches as the lanes. You swerve and yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because when I was recently in Vancouver and like it's the opposite there, there are so oh, many Teslas. Like yeah. you, and there's so many stops to charge them too. Like it's insane. And it's, and I think it's that money, makes sense money for it, too. right? Because yeah. like, it, you get like a little slush in the winter, but really it actually stays pretty nice in Vancouver year round, at least for, Climate. you know, road wise, it still gets cold and stuff, but it, you, you can drive, you can drive and this uh, self-driving feature will actually work most of the year. Yeah. More money yeah you too. don't, you don't have those, uh, <laughs> those uh, minus 50 weeks every year that we've had. Yeah. Like that's, it, that's just a part of life in Alberta. Yeah. It's the minus 50 week. You get one of those weeks. <laughs> And yeah. I mean, you would hope that that wouldn't affect the battery, but like it does. Yeah, yeah, right. Like if it's minus fifty, like it might affect the charge on your car. I would guess. Yeah, I wouldn't be going too far that day. Yeah, I don't claim to know anything about that stuff because I'm too I'm too dumb when it comes to cars. I just get in and drive. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I could imagine that would be an issue. Yeah, they are working on it. Like they they've made good progress. They have like. They preheat the battery now, and a lot of the Teslas is the future. Um, but yeah, it's still you have to use you know battery power to heat the batteries so that you're not having problems starting it. So it does yeah. draw back on the uh, <laughs> mileage. Gets you from yeah. point A to point B. That's what yeah. it does. Gets you to work. Gets definitely. you home. <laughs> Get you across Edmonton and back. Easy, easy enough. That, that's the yeah. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. For real. But. <laughs> Yeah, man. To uh, to wrap it up, we'll just um, where do you post most of your stuff? Where do people stay up to date with what you're doing, and obviously a plug for the courses coming and stuff too. Yeah, so I mean the the only place that I you know exist on social media right now is Instagram at uh, Brandon Schultz. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Like I've got my my training business. Obviously, I'm I'm a trainer. I'm a coach. I train clients just like anyone else. I have an online business, online clients. So if you're looking to train, uh, head over to seasonedathletics.com and uh, either 
do that or reach me reach out to me in the dms on instagram and uh yeah i think the um we're not entirely sure on the course yet for prescript um i think we're looking at somewhere in january february we're not entirely sure yet but um if there's information out there i will be posting it on social media so go out there check that out and reach out yeah there's your chance to DM him if you want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Slide into the DMs. <laughs> Slide into the DMs. I promise <laughs> I will try and, uh, you know, actually respond to you. Sometimes yeah. I'm not the best, but I'll do my best. All right, man. We, uh, I just want to say, obviously, from us, thank you so much for making the time to come on um, and working around my schedule just because with you being away and everything. And Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. yeah, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was a good conversation. Thanks guys so much for listening and tuning in.